When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. How young is too young to tie the knot? Three young couples. Trapped. Alone. I can't take another day. On the brink of divorce. Our relationship is so far in the ditch that I don't even know if we can save it. Did it kind of take a downturn when you started cheating on her? Well, uh... Were you in bed with her? Yes. But I can explain that. He's a liar. He lies all the time. It's because I'm afraid to tell her the truth. It's because I know there will be an argument. Or... I love him. I just want him to change. For anyone in a relationship, you cannot miss this series. This is the best offer anybody's made to you to turn this around. This is your chance. This is going to be a changing day in your life. 10 seconds to air. I know things are tough out there, but we can do this. Here we go. I want you to get excited about your life. Four. And ready, see. Let's do it. How young is too young to tie the knot? Well, you're about to meet three women aged 20, 21, and 22 who are asking themselves that very question. Today, I'm starting a new series called The Young Wives Club. If you feel trapped, frustrated, scared, or alone in your marriage, you're gonna relate to these women. Now, I have a question for you. How would you answer this honestly? This is, this is honesty time. If you knew before you walked down the aisle and said, I do, what you know now, would you have done it? Now, two of the women that you're about to meet are already married with children. One has called off her engagement more times than she can count, but she says she wants to save her relationship because of the kids that she shares with her fiance. I'm 20 years old. I've been married for almost two years and I have one son. I am 22 years old and I've been with my husband for a little over seven years. We have three girls. I'm 21 years old. I've been engaged to my fiance for four years. We have a three-year-old daughter and a three-month-old son. He proposed to me covered in dirt. He didn't even get down on one knee. I was proposed to over the phone. I did not have a fairy tale wedding. My honeymoon was basic training for the military. Most days I want to walk away from the marriage completely. Every day with my fiance is hell. I never thought that I would end up like this two years into a marriage and wanting out. When I wake up in the morning, I wonder how I can get away. Why me? Why do I have to have a relationship like this? I feel like I have no one to turn to. Trapped. Very alone. I can't take another day in this marriage. Our relationship is so far in the ditch that I don't even know if we can save it. I don't know what the next day is going to bring. Tara, Monica, and Jenna all have one thing in common. According to them, the men in their lives are to blame. Now we're gonna to talk to those men here in just a little while. I got a sneaking suspicion they got a different story. They're backstage right now and they're not listening to this. I mean, you can see them right there. Uh, they naturally want me to know that there are two sides to the story and they don't believe that they are the problem despite what these women may tell me. Now, how long have you been married, Tara? Um, we've been together for seven years. Seven years. What's the problem? 
don't know. I guess that's why we're here. I don't know what our problem stems from. Well, I put some facts together based on what you told me and what he told me, as a matter of fact. Every day you scream, cuss, name call, and throw things, and that your fights are eight or nine out of ten. But I ask you what's wrong, and you say, I, I don't know. I mean, you're, you're fighting all the time, right? That's one thing. Yeah. Okay. Police have been involved? A couple times, yeah. Once a bystander called the cops. What happened then? Um, I was driving him to work, and we got in an argument in the car. And um, he was, we were just arguing, and he kept swearing and using you know, bad language, and the kids were in the car, and I asked him to mm -hmm. stop. And uh, he swore at me again, and I asked him again. You know, I said, the girls are here. You don't need to talk like this. And he swore again. And I splashed him with my coffee. And yeah. he splashed me back with my coffee, so I grabbed it from him. We kind of fought over it. He grabbed it and threw the remains in my face, so I kind of slapped him and opened the door and pushed him out of the car. <laughs> we weren't driving. I stopped driving. <laughs> so... So you do know a little more about what's wrong yeah. than, than, than just, gee, I don't know. Yeah. Because to go on, you've gotten physical in this about 10 times, right? You have hit, slapped, pushed, scratched, kicked, and whipped him with a phone charger cord. True? True. You call him names. I have called him names. You call him fat, lazy, worthless, pathetic... Bad dad, retarded, chauvinist, and emotional abuser. Let's take a look. Somewhere along the way, things went terribly wrong. We just went from being best friends to being each other's number one enemy. He calls me lazy, ugly, useless, good-for-nothing housewife. I'm always a bitch. He had told me that we're so far away from everybody and everything that I could kill you out here and nobody would even hear you scream. I don't know why my husband, somebody that's supposed to be my life partner, would go out of his way to see just what it takes to make me upset. We really don't have much of a sex life. I've told him in the past that I sometimes feel like I'm being raped because I just don't want him near me. We are in a downward spiral and I don't think it could get much worse. But it does get worse because your daughter, who's three, covers her ears and cries and says, please, please stop fighting. Isn't it also true that she will go and hit her little sister so you will turn your anger towards her to stop fighting between the two of you? Um, not to turn my anger towards her. This is a new thing. Sometimes it seems like she'll go and do something she knows she's not supposed to do when we are arguing, I think, to get us to not, not be angry towards her, but to go and talk to her and say, you know, you're not supposed to do this. And I think we understand. Yeah, I don't mean not, not angry towards her. I don't go and yell at her instead. I'm really calm with the kids. But she will misbehave or attack yes. to distract you from what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, come on. Listen, guys, let me just tell you how this works, okay? I, I can deal with anything if I got all the cards on the table. If I've got somebody that's trying to minimize, backpedal, deflect, deny, cover their own butt or whatever, then you're wasting your time and mine. This is ugly. It's headed for the rocks. It's going to be over if something dramatic doesn't happen while you are engaged with me. Do you agree with that? I agree. Because you, you, what's, what's plan B? I'm plan A. What's plan B? Um, plan B would be what I did before this, and that was 
living in separate houses. Yeah, that doesn't work, does it? Okay. So, Monica, what's your story? Let's see if you have a, the, the truth gene in you. What are you doing here? Uh, Dr. Fell in here because me and my husband fight constantly. Um, I have a real problem with him. He's really lazy. I, everything is put off on me all the time, and I'm just, I'm completely sick of it. He can't, he can't do anything for himself. He can't do anything for our baby. He just, he doesn't do anything. He's laid off from work right now. He quit going to school. He doesn't help around the house. He doesn't help with my child. I do everything. Everything for him, everything for Aiden, everything for me. I just do everything. Well, I got some questions about all of that. Monica isn't even old enough to drink, but already has a court date to get a divorce. She says she's tired of being her lazy husband's mother. I'll talk to her with some questions when we come back. He punched dressers, trees, doors, walls. Once he told me that he married me purely to sleep with me. Coming in two weeks. I said turn down! Angry moms taking their stress out on the kids. I have gotten physical. I can't control it. I want to say to her, I'm sorry for being a bad child. I'm afraid for people to know how I really am. I hate myself. I don't understand why I treat them this way. They don't deserve it. Learn how to keep control of your emotions. Your rage has nothing to do with them. You always say, this is going to be a changing day in your life. I need my changing day. I want you to decide right now, you're going to be the hero for these girls. Coming in two weeks. Today I'm talking to three young women who are part of a new series that I'm calling The Young Wise Club. I've just talked to Tara. She has a common-law marriage relationship with the man in her life. Monica is 20 years old, but has already filed for divorce. Not once, but twice. And she's not even into her second year of marriage. She blames her husband's immaturity and lies. Kanon has called me crazy, psycho, a bitch. Once he told me that he married me purely to sleep with me, he smashed my windshield with his feet. He punched dressers, trees, doors, walls. He has accused me of cheating on him multiple times. If I wear something that might be a little sexy, he looked like a prostitute. I actually found a shirt of mine in the trash can that had been stabbed. <laughs> He stabbed my shirt and threw it in the trash can. I've always been faithful to him. I am in the military and Kanom cheated on me while I was away at basic training. He was back home cheating on me. So whenever he wants to go out with his friends, I have a huge problem with it because I don't know what he's really doing. It's really irritating to watch a husband lay on the couch and watch TV and do nothing all day. I feel like I'm his mother and not his wife. I really am afraid that when I have to leave to go to Iraq, I'm gonna be so consumed with thoughts of home that I'm gonna get shot and not come back at all. So what charmed you so much about Kadem? <laughs> Kadem Because you married him, right? Yeah, he, he can be loving, he can be a nice guy. It's just depleted over the years significantly. His, How long have y'all been together? Um, we've been together like dating for about seven years uh -huh. and then we've been married almost two. So you had five years experience with him before you married him. I did. Are you a slow learner? Or... <laughs> no, seriously, you, you know, had five I, years. I, there's no excuse for it really. I Was just, he different in those five years? Not, not a whole lot. 
you spent five years, and was he like really industrious and a go-getter and entrepreneurial? Uh, he wasn't as bad as he is now. Um, he's always been kind of a slacker, and he's always needed motivation and kind of just, he needs a lot. He needs a lot of love. He needs a lot of motivation. And Okay, let me ask you a question. And guys, this is a test. And I want you to just startle me with some brutal insight and honesty. I don't believe you're running towards Kadem when you married him, so you had to be running away from something. What were you running away from? I, I really wanted my own life. I, I wanted my own family. What was wrong with the family you were part of? You were only 13 when you met him. It just, it wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't, there wasn't enough of anything. So you were moving away from that. There was, you were in an unfulfilling situation. You thought you'll fix it by creating your own. Yeah, probably. I'm just trying to get an honest answer so far. I'm 0 for 2. We'll see. Do you contribute to the problem? I do. Uh, you're a name caller as well, right? I am. Loser, pathetic, dumbass, stupid. I mean, it goes on. I, I really, I, I can't even fix them. You, you called off the engagement two or three times, right? I did. But you talked yourself back into it. Why did you call it off? What was the signal that says, get out? I called it off because there was a lot of rumors circulating that he was uh, cheating on me with his ex-girlfriend. Okay, and would you consider yourself to kind of be behaving in a jealous fashion? Uh, I guess it could appear that way. I, yeah. You call and check up on him. You see if he's where I he do, says he's going to be. He, I mean, the reason why I do that is because he's a liar. He lies all the time. Like, mm -hmm. It's, I think it's like his favorite pastime. He lies to me about everything. Small well, if things, he is, if, if he is what you say, if he's a pathetic loser, dumbass, stupid, et cetera, et cetera, why are you exactly worried that somebody might pick him off? I mean, I would think if you believe because what you're I saying, I, do I, think you would, I think you would hang a sign on the boy and put him out there says, husband available. <laughs> I love him. I do. I love him, and I just, I, I just want him to change. I don't I mean, want to be is lied he that, to. Is he that bad? I mean, you say all of these things about him, but you'll bad. call him ten times if he doesn't answer. You call friends to see if he's where he's supposed to be. If he's so bad, honestly, why would you? Because, Dr. Phil, I refuse to be, like, let down again. Like, if something's happening, I want to know about it. And I just, that's why, that's why I keep tabs, because... I'm just waiting for it to happen. I don't want to be in the dark about it again. Again? Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I was at basic training for the military, Kadom went and got drunk with one of his ex-girlfriends and cheated on me. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of feel like if I don't keep on him, you know, something like that's going to occur again. And I'd lose my mind. So it's like you don't want him, but you don't want anybody else to have him. No, I, I want him. I just want him to, to change, to be better. <laughs> well, I, I guess this is a riddle I'm supposed to resolve. I mean, he is worthless and pathetic and all of these horrible things, but you are scared to death that somebody else is going to get the privilege it's of being with him. It's not that I'm scared that someone else is going to get to be with him, but I don't want it to happen while he's with me. I don't want to be screwed over again. Like, if it's going to happen, it can happen. That's fine. If that's what he wants to do, that's fine. 
but it's not going to happen behind my back without my knowledge and let me go another year thinking that I'm married to someone who's faithful and but I'm not. Think about this. Do you really want him or are you just so controlling that you don't want to lose him to somebody else? No, that's not it. Are you controlling? I am controlling, but it's for my protection. It's not because I enjoy doing it to him. Well, it's it, for it, my isn't own. Isn't every controller controlling for their protection? Everybody no, wants to I think run some everything, people just get a kick out of it. Pardon me? I think some people just really just enjoy it. Do you? No, I don't. I don't want to be that way. I was never like that before him. I right. don't want to be like that. All right, next, Jenna has called off her engagement 14 times. She says until she can trust her fiance, who she claims has cheated on her not once, not twice, but three times, she says that she's never gonna walk down the aisle. He tells me that there's skinnier girls than me, that I just don't wanna feel like this anymore. Jenna has called off her wedding 14 times because she says all they do is fight. But yet, she says I love him kind of to death. Take a look. We are constantly fighting. We fight over his drinking. He drinks every single day. He gets slobbering drunk. I have come home to find him in bed with another woman. He has cheated on me three times. He tells me that there's skinnier girls than me, that, that there are pretty, prettier girls than me. When we get into our fights, there's screaming and yelling and things have been broken. The windshield to my car. The cops have been called several times. He was taken to jail for domestic assault, and then there was a restraining order. I just don't want to feel like this anymore. Okay, now, he's cheated on you three times. Right. So, I would hate to meet who you're turning down. <laughs> I mean, if this is his resume, I've cheated on you three times. I mean, is, this, is he your default? Is it like there's just nobody else lining up, so I'll take the cheater? Yeah, that's kind of what it is. Don't really want him, it's just the best offer you got right now. Well, I want him, in a sense, but, but I don't, I guess. Well, Jenna, you've, you've got TROs against each other before, what? right? Mm -hmm. Do you get physical with him? I did, yes, I did. In fact, you've just pounded the boy. I have. You broke his collarbone? Yeah. With a table leg? Right. You caught him with another girl? In my bed, in my house, yes. And you whooped her ass? I did, three times. You, you whooped her ass three times? Three times. Is she slow? <laughs> she <what>? must be. <laughs> I mean, why did you, why did you do this? You know, it was the first time it was at my house, the other two times it was just, she just kept coming back for more. I don't know. <laughs> okay. You still think it's a good idea to try to salvage this and marry this guy? I do, because I love him. And I do want to be with him. How does he feel about getting pounded? Probably not very good. 
Because, I mean, all signs are pointing to that this is a high-risk relationship. Right. I mean, you've, you've broken it off 14 times. He's cheated on you three times. Your dad says you get married. He will not walk you down the aisle. And you cannot find a minister that will marry you. Right. Because they all just say, no. Yeah. No, I, I want no part of this. I won't do it. I will not marry you. Right. What's been interesting to me is when we were talking about your situation and all the names you call and the, and the things you do, these two were just yucking it up. They were just like, <laughs> okay. And then when I was talking to you, these two were like, <laughs> okay, now I'm talking to you and, and you're pummeling your guy with a table leg. And these two are like, oh, get a load of this. I, I mean, am I missing something here? I, I mean... If insight was large, you three couldn't grease a skillet. <laughs> Honestly, I was laughing because I was kind of proud of them. <laughs> For beating the crap out yeah. of... Well, you know, look what they did. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. Okay, here, here's the thing. I, I, I think you three are delightful young women. No but, no kidding. I, I really do. And, and I'll bet you, apart from these relationships you have, you're probably very charming and you get along with people and people like you and... Until they see this anyways. Yeah. And then they're going to see what your, they're going to see what your capacity is. Right. Which is different. But... You know, as you see this, you know, watching things on video kind of gives you some distance from yourself. How, how did you feel about watching kind of a little synopsis of your situation on tape? Um, it's really different watching It's kind of stark, it. Yeah, isn't it? it is. How about yeah. you? It definitely took me back. Like, it, it's different. Yeah. It's, you can see yourself, you know, kind of from someone else's point of view. Like, just... You away from the situation, yeah. See yourself. It gives you some, some distance from it. It's just some ob objectivity. Uh, do you think you're dangerous? Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Seriously. I mean, I, I need to know that. I need to know that you at least recognize that you, you lose control and inflict pain. I have, I have tried to go into anger management classes and things, and it don't work out for me. Yeah. Are you tough? Oh, well, in my own way, but only to Eddie. I mean, yeah. I don't just walk around beating up anybody. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've covered a couple that have she gotten into crosshairs more than once. Well, so we're going to meet Eddie uh, in just a minute, along with the other two. The guys say that it's not fair for them to take all the blame when it comes to their relationship problems. Now, we're going to see what they have to say when we come back. Monica's throwing in cell phones, plates, bases. She started hitting, wailing, scratching, ripping, gouging. Jenna's cracked my collarbone, choked me many a times to the point where I passed out. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth. 
But when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street. Essential television. Well, today we're starting a new series called The Young Wives Club. Uh, you just met three women, all under the age of 23, who feel hopeless, they feel trapped in their relationships, and they're pretty much putting the blame on the men in their lives for all their problems. They didn't seem to own much, if any of it all. Now, the women are now secluded backstage because I'm about to talk to the men, and as I've said before, no matter how flat you make a pancake, it's got two sides and we're gonna hear the other side. Now these guys, I think, are probably anxious to tell me that they're not even close to being the whole problem. It's not that easy being married to Terry. You never know what to expect. You don't know whether you're gonna be fighting that day or best of friends. Terry just likes to fight. Terry's called me fat, lazy, Things have gotten physical a few times. I was getting dropped off at work one day. All I know is I was getting coffee poured on me. Then she started hitting, wailing, scratching, ripping, gouging, just trying to get at me. Grabs the phone charger, whips me with it twice as I'm trying to get out of the vehicle still, and I had marks on my arms. I'd like to say she's almost like the fourth child, but at least the children listen. My wife is very controlling and most aspects of our relationship. Monica is more like my mother, not my wife. She's a little firecracker. She can go off the handle pretty quick. Monica's thrown in cell phones, plates, coffee mugs, vases. Sure, Monica thinks I'm the problem in this marriage, but she is. It's not easy being in a relationship with Jenna. When she gets mad, she gets mad, so she's gonna hit me no matter what I say or what I try to do. Jenna's cracked my collarbone with a table leg, broke my nose with the palm of her fist. She's punched me repeatedly in the face. She's kicked me. She's wrapped a necklace around her hand and beat me pretty bad. Jenna has choked me many a times to the point where I've passed out. Well, Ed, Kadem, and Matt uh, have not been listening to what the women had to say, and every one of them have threatened not to come to the show. So why did you come? Why, why are you here? I'm just hoping maybe we can find what's going on here, to figure out a way to get out of the same routine, the same fights. That... Yeah, you ever watched this show? No, I haven't. Never seen it? I've, I've caught a little bit here and there. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Um, just figure out a way to quit fighting, because we have a little son now, and it's not right for him to see that, because we both come from very colorful pasts. And I don't want my child seeing us fight the way we both saw our parents and so on. So I'd like to figure out a way to quit fighting, calm our relationship down, and continue to be happy at some point. How about you? I actually said I wasn't going to come on because we were in the middle of a fight, actually, was when I said that. And uh, obviously, I just said it to, to um, probably to irritate her a little bit. Um, I was more than willing to come to the show when I talked to your producers or whatever on the phone. I was more than willing to come. And, well, I, I've talked to your wife. I would have thought you would have been standing at the studio door at 6 o'clock this morning <laughs> to get in here and get some relief. I mean, yeah. no, seriously, she's beating the crap out of you, right? Yeah. She's broken your collarbone. She's choked you till you've passed out. She's attacked you. She's, and not that you are beaver cleaver here, but, I mean, this has gotten pretty violent, right? Yes, it and has. You need some relief. Yes, and she feels like she needs some relief. 
It's kind of like the old boy says in Texas, it's up in the tree fighting with the bobcat. He yells down, just shoot up here amongst us. One of us needs some relief. <laughs> um, and that's the way it is. Y'all are just tangled up and just, just like, shoot one of us. Hell, we, we got to stop this. Yeah. You want to get out of this, this cycle of self-destruction? Oh, yes. I mean, because it's, it's gone for so long. I mean, and, you know, we first got together because I, I love her to death, you know, and it, the relationship was so good when we got together. And then, you know, once we had the first kid and this stuff started picking up, it just didn't stop. Was that, did it kind of take a downturn long about when you started cheating on her? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, actually, the first time that she, that, she, uh, that she assumed that I was cheating, I was working on the road. And, uh, you just said assumed. Have you ever cheated I, I, on her? I did not. I, 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 I could say right now I, there was one time that I have cheated on her. Okay, once that you admit to and two that she alleges on top of the one. Right, right. Okay, and, and is, the, is the truth somewhere in between or is she just making those up totally? Uh, there, well, there's... there's there's, there's stories behind it. Now, I could see why she'd assume that I might have been cheating on her. But I deny two of them. There's one that I can't deny. Well, I assume that's the one where she beat the crap out of the girl three times. Nope, I deny that. Oh, you deny that Yep. One. Were you in bed with her? Uh, yes. She was, when she got home, she did catch us in bed. <laughs> but I can explain that, though. I, have, I can explain I that. I just met you, and I'm thinking about taking a table leg, too. <laughs> <laughs> You, you were in bed with the girl. She came in and caught you. No, she didn't catch us. Like, she didn't, she didn't come in and catch us. She had come in in the morning, and she had noticed... Well, I was on the end of the bed, curled up in a ball, because I I'd actually was puking, because I, I, I drank the night before. Charming. The point is... The point is you're saying you were drunk and you weren't in there messing around. That's just where you both kind of fell out. Actually, I... I know. I remember when, when I went to bed, when I went to lay down. They, I had seen them both leave out my door when I went to pass out. And that's, that's what I remember. And then I remember waking up with her beating the girl up. Is excessive use of alcohol a possible issue here? Oh, I'm, it is. I mean, it is an issue. Okay, just checking. Okay. All three of these guys say that their wives are the ones who like to fight. Not them. That they would just as soon be peaceful. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Closed captioning provided by If you would like to purchase a tape or transcripts of your favorite Dr. Phil show, please log on to drphil.com or call 866-4-DR-PHIL. That's 866-437-7445. It's very ugly at your house. Uh, it can, yeah. Do you wonder why when I said, have you ever seen the show, and you said no, 300 people went, <gasps> did, that, uh, did that... It puts you on the spot a little. Yeah, well, let me tell you why. It's because... I'm very direct, okay? And so much so that some might refer to me as a barbarian. Uh, because I just cut to the chase. I'm just going to tell you the truth. If you're conning me or yourself, I'm going to tell you. This isn't one of those things where I pat your hand and say it's going to be okay, Matt. I'm going to tell you the truth. And if I feel like you need to man up and do some different things, I'm going to tell you you need to man up and do some different things. If your wife is out of control, I'm going to tell her that she's out of control. I'm going to tell you the truth because... There are children involved in every one of these situations. And to be honest with you, if there weren't children involved here, you might not be here and I might not be here. Because what motivates me 
is if I can do things in your situations that will improve the chance of these children growing up feeling to be treasured by their parents, feeling safe and secure instead of that they're walking on eggshells on the edge of a cliff. How are you doing it being a father and a husband? Uh, I think I'm doing pretty good at most part. Uh, there are times where it does get very rough. Uh, she says you are worthless. Oh, yes. And won't get any traction and won't do anything and that she is just having to raise you like the other kids. She just kind of took that upon herself. Um, ever since we got married, she just became very controlling of every aspect of my life. Um, and if she only has to complain about some cabinets not being shut and little lies, I mean, most lies that I do tell, it's because I'm afraid to tell her the truth. Like, hey, I'm going to go to this buddy's house because I know there will be an argument or some sort of disagreement coming out of it. So, so. you just kind of tell lies to deflect conflict? Yes. How's that working for you? Not at all, because then I'm labeled a liar. <laughs> you know, I said this to your wives. You guys seem like nice guys. I've got a son your age. I've got two, two sons, 29 and 22. I mean, you guys seem like nice guys, seriously. And I bet, independent from those women, you probably are pretty nice guys, pretty easy to get along with. And, um, but together, it's just not working, is it? No. Not I mean, it's kind of like, you know, you, you take this and this, and they're both fine, but they come together and they really gnash. Yep. They don't mesh, they gnash. That's the problem, right? Absolutely. And it'd be easier to just say, hey, didn't work, I'm young, I'm starting over. Adios, hit somebody else. The kids involved. It's hard to do that with the kids. But you got kids. So we got to try to figure out what to do here. All right, next, I'm going to bring all three couples together and tell them what I think about what I've heard today. Plus, these couples aren't going home today. I'll explain that when we come back. DrPhil.com, brought to you in part by... It doesn't get any more New Orleans than Zatarain's. Jambalaya, red beans and rice... Dirty rice. Jazz it up with Saturdays. Travel consideration provided by... Don't let ankle, knee, or wrist problems slow you down. Try Wellgate. Finally, supports made for a woman's body. Get moving and stay moving with Wellgate for Women. We do our shows in front of a live audience, and we have a great time here, don't we, everybody? Dr. Phil audience, go to drphil.com and click on be in the audience or call 323-461-PHIL, 323-461-7445. We'll see you right here. Well, today I've been talking with three young couples. Now, no one is over the age 26. Uh, they're already talking divorce, custody battles, broken wedding engagements, if there's something that could go wrong here, it's gone wrong. So I've brought them here to be a part of my new series called The Young Wives Club. So I'm going to tell you the truth as I see it. And I never confront anybody just for the sake of confronting. I never support anybody just for the sake of supporting. What I do is tell people what I think they need to hear. I never ask that you substitute my judgment for your own. Just hear what I have to say. I, just, I think I owe people that when they get through talking to me, they shouldn't have to guess where I stand. Have you ever been more extensively interviewed than we've interviewed you? Never. I mean, we ask questions about everything, right? I've read every word that every one of you have said. So I know a lot about what's going on here. That's why I think it's ridiculous for you and me to have a conversation where you say, 
I'm not really a controller. Because we both know that you are. Yes, I am controlling, but I don't do it for the thrill. I do it because I have to. Because he doesn't know how to do anything himself. You know, I could roll the tape back, and I don't think I said, Monica, do you control for the thrill? I no, think but I said, people are you do do it, and that's not why I do it. Okay, and you're trying to control this conversation, aren't you? <laughs> you're trying to convince me that, no, I don't have a control issue. No, I do. I, I do. admit it. Pardon me? I admit it. I do. I do control. Yeah. But somebody has to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so you're in my house now. <laughs> And seriously, if I had been controlling things the way you have and had run it off in the ditch as bad as it's off in the ditch, I think I'd turn the steering wheel over to anybody. I, I mean, I'd find a homeless drunk guy on the street and say, give it a shot. Hell, I can't keep it on the road. I mean, wouldn't you think? Uh, listen. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I know I need help. Okay, so I do have your permission on that. Yes, Dr. Phil. Thank you. You guys have to do this. You, you know, because somebody, listen. She broke your collarbone with a table leg. If you had ducked, she could have hit you in the head. Yeah. And you could be dead right now. Seriously, yeah, most know. people that get killed in domestic violence don't intend for a murder to take place. Right, and I know that because I've blacked out several times, so that's why I know I need the help. I'm asking for the help. Yeah. So. Be okay if I help them? Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> You know what bugs me is I really like her. I, I <laughs> no, she's cute. She's charming. She's smart. And she's industrious. She's in for a shock. <laughs> um, here's what I want to do. I don't want you to go home. I want you to go to the Dr. Phil house. I'm going to move all three of you couples in to the Dr. Phil house. With the help of my staff, I have worked out some things for you to do, some with me, some without me. And I'm going to be honest here. I don't know whether this is going to work for each of you or whether it's not. I don't know whether you should stay married. I don't know whether you can stay married. What I know is this is probably the best chance offer anybody's made to you ever to try to turn this around. And it takes guts to be honest. Because you've been, you've been attacked so much by your mates that you're in defensive mode. I want you to stop being defensive and take a look at what you need to do to fix this. Not what he needs to do to fix it, what you need to do to fix it. Not what she needs to do, what you need to do. And if you want to control somebody, control yourself. It's time to give your kids a chance. And are you on television? Yes. Is it national television? Yes. Is it, in fact, international television? Yes. Are there millions watching? Yes. Forget that. This is about you. You are teaching tools. There are millions of young couples home watching this going, oh, boy, could I be on that couch? They aren't. You are. This is your chance. We'll be right back.
For more information on relationships, how to improve the one you're in, or rescue yours from the brink, log on to drphil.com. I want to thank all of my guests for being here today. If you want more information on how you can improve your marriage, whether it's a new one or you've been at it a long time, go to drphil.com. We'll have relationship tests, advice, and an online community where you can talk to other couples that may be going through the same kind of things that you are. Do you think these couples will make it? No. no? <laughs> so nobody gives them a chance? Uh, you know, I don't know. It's, it's too early to say. Can they? They can. I mean, if they will listen and get out of their egos and recognize they have a higher calling. When you bring kids in, that's why, they're, seriously, if these people didn't have kids, I would not be wasting my time talking to them. Let's say you deserve each other, go forth and don't multiply. Um, <laughs> but they have kids, and so you, you're moved to intervene for the kids' sake, right? So, well, we'll see what happens. Okay. Thanks so much for being here. So long.